From Forth Chicago, this is Go Forth, a podcast about entrepreneurship and connection made by a sisterhood of creative women. I'm Amelia Fruby. And I'm Amanda Glandon. This is season three, episode five. Hi, everybody. It's Amelia here. And after our last episode, we were so excited to hear how helpful everyone found the advice to be. And we realized that there was maybe a little bit more that we were holding back from our podcast listeners. Um, If you were at the panel uh, at Ace Hotel a few weeks ago, you got to be a part of the amazing Q&A that happened after the four women who joined us spoke. And we got some of it recorded, had a couple technical difficulties with some other parts of it, but we realized that we do have answers to two really important and wonderful questions that we want to share with everyone who listens to Go Forth. So this fifth episode is kind of an extra special unplanned um, episode that we're adding to season three because we wanted to share a little bit of extra wisdom with you from Mallory, Kelsey, L'Oreal, and Elise who joined us for the panel on business finances, pricing, and transparency. So you're going to hear a couple of questions. We didn't get the audience members' voices recorded, so I'm going to jump in and fill in what their questions were about, and then you'll get to hear the answers and advice of the women on the panel. So our first question was the first question of the Q&A. And if you remember, we ended the panel with the panelists talking about some of the tools that they use to manage their business finances. And right after that, somebody in the audience jumped in and asked for even more specific recommendations. Like what exactly are you using? What software, what programs, what free online services? So our first question to the panelists is what tools do you use to keep your business finances running smoothly and efficiently? So um, I've started using Dubsado. Dubsado. I can't remember where the B and the D is ever. Um, that, and I feel like it's really good for when you're um, bidding jobs and quoting jobs. All of my quotes are very beautiful. When I ask for money, I show you something that's beautiful to look at. Um, and I would, and that, that's usually what makes me money. However, I also give a really boring quote that goes alongside this beautiful PDF that just has like all of the services that I just kind of like click and add and I can like change them when they're in there, but it's, it goes a lot faster. Um, even if I have to copy and paste them out of that program into some other format for whatever reason, um, it's all just kind of stored in there. Um, I use QuickBooks for invoicing because everything connects to QuickBooks. And why use another program when you can integrate everything into QuickBooks? Um, if you are just starting out on your own, QuickBooks self-employed is fine, but QuickBooks small business is way better. Um, so if you like think you're going to like really do this, do QuickBooks, uh, for small business. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It's online. It's online. Um, and, um, I've used DocuSign. I think that's the thing that I'm missing is like the good signing where people can just like do it on their phone. That's, I'm not good at figuring that one out. Okay. Those are my tools. So this is the, um, balling on a budget version of all that stuff because my freelancing is still very much a side hustle. And, um, I'm almost embarrassed to say this out loud because it's like so cheap compared to Adobe Sign and everything. It's free, 99. Um, Canva. 
I use for my proposals and um, to try to make it look pretty. I'm a writer. I'm not a designer. And it's pretty user-friendly for my purposes. So that's my jam. Um, and then invoicing. This is like 1990s. I feel like PayPal. Don't shade me or give me side eye about it. It's like, it's fine enough for <laughs> what I need. Exactly. It gets the job done. So, um, no. So we, this is going to maybe be unpopular, but I don't really believe in sending proposals. Um, we get the website. There's no reason we should. Um, with our nonprofit or with our event clients, um, I send a statement of work. We basically utilize just like Google Sheets for everything. Um, we utilize QuickBooks for invoicing. Um, we use Stripe for payment processing. Um, there's some real fees attached to that. I'll be completely honest. I think that their processing fee is like 3.5 with like a 30 cent per transaction. It's kind of BS, but you know, like we're not doing a ton of, um, a ton of stuff. Like our, our, Production clients will ask for just a check, so that's that is what it is. Um, what I was gonna go off script was was here is a tool that we all should be using. It is saves our lives. Um, Calendly is a scheduling tool. It is not related to payment. I'm sorry, but it is a time saver. Um, we use it to schedule any appointment. So instead of that back and forth that you use to email to people like set up a time, are you available? It syncs with most calendars. So we use, um, we use Google Calendar. Um, it syncs with Google Calendar. I know it syncs with Apple. I'm pretty sure it syncs with Outlook at this point. Um, but it shows people the availability within our calendar that we've already like pre-formatted. So we will only accept like these type of phone calls between like nine and three on Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Like, um, that is the, Besides Adobe, besides some of the things that we're talking about, that is like a business tool that maybe isn't directly related to payment, but is mostly related to like, I, I believe very strongly in like using your time wisely and like don't work harder than you need to. And that is a tool that has probably saved us hours upon days upon weeks. Uh, we also use Squarespace a lot. It's a great tool for building your own website. Do it on your own. You guys are probably all smart enough to do it or you can hire us, but. That's a great, it's a great tool for early stage businesses. They start beautiful, they work nicely, and you can sell things through it really simply. Uh, we always say the best tool is the one that works for you. Like, it, it's, there's, at this point, it, there's not that much of a difference between all of these things. It's going to work based on your scenario. PayPal is very good for um, international stuff. Stripe works for us because it's, it integrates really easily with Squarespace. And it's pretty easy for us. It, we like it because it tracks things well. Um, but it's really kind of a case by case basis, um, based on what your situation is. Okay. So hopefully you found that to be super helpful. We'll definitely link to a number of those things in the show notes. We've got one more question to share with you. And this one is also very specific and to the point. Another member of the audience wanted to know how the panelists get most of their business. Where does it come from? How are they promoting themselves? So our second question for this special episode was, how do you find most of your business or clients? Where are they coming from and how are they finding you? This I don't do a ton of promotion for my services on social media just because I'm so busy. I forget to do that a lot. I should do it more often, but that's probably been the number one driver. People who subscribe to my newsletter or find me on social media, mostly Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. Um, that's been the number one I think. and referrals. Um, for me, definitely referrals is the most, is the, 
biggest one. Um, I have lived in Chicago for um, only since 2009, but in that time, I went to grad school and formed a community there. And so those people all know exactly what I'm capable of, and I've worked with them, so they know and they're able to refer me. Um, so I get a lot of emails based on someone saying, hey, I had a conversation with so-and-so. They mentioned that you did environments and experiential design, blah, blah, blah. So sometimes it's just knowing people. Um, Fourth has been an amazing resource for communities. Um, I think if this is not your kind of home community, that's cool. Whatever your home community is, find it and take advantage of it because it is truly a very special thing to have other people and especially other women that believe in you and that will help sell you and refer you. If I have a job, I will 100% um, that if I need, uh, you know, extra hands on deck, I will 100% ask the people in this room or the people in that community um, because I believe in it so much. I really do think that like those kinds of communities, you can kind of make each other's dreams come true. I mean, honestly, I do. Um, but yeah, I think it's also about really putting yourself out there, keeping yourself out there. A lot of times people say social media is like one way. I don't think that's my like main goal. It happens. Um, but being kind of an open, an open friendly person that likes to sort of, if you don't like to talk to people and go to parties, like have coffee with some people every once in a while or whatever, but, um, keep an open line of communication with a lot of people. It's a, it could be exhausting, but over time it will become less exhausting because you'll have built it up. Yeah. I was saying like word of mouth. Um, word of mouth is how we get most of our folks. Um, I will say that we aren't spending any like dollars on marketing whatsoever. Like that's not our focus right now. Um, so I always am like beating this over Kelsey's and like, we need to be visible. We just need to be out there in the world. So like coming to things like this, these, these are the types of things that like, like, it's exactly what you're saying. Like just getting out there, being there, going to the events where you think your potential clients will be. For us, that's sometimes easy because it's like, Oh, hospitality events are like, plentiful and so like we can go and knock that out um but just like being visible and then we kind of approach marketing in a more like this is the right thing to do type of way so a lot of um we do like a fair amount of i would say pro bono like passion projects that are very very community focused that will get us in front of new people and those new people will introduce us to new people which will introduce like it's kind of like the ponzi scheme of like making new friends but it works and it's like really exciting and like we are we know where our strengths lie and that is like in-person conversation like um we work with the um visible creatives out of portland doing like it's a it's an organization that provides pro bono like design services to nonprofits or um underrepresented organizations across the country so like you feel like mal said you feel good about it but you're also meeting new people and getting in front of cool projects um the last thing is podcasts like it's i mean it sounds like a funny plug but we we have seen some experience talking about what we like and what we're passionate about on podcasts in different subject areas and it lets you really concisely explain your mission, your objectives, who you are. And it, like so many people can hear. Gotta love that podcast plug at the end of Kelsey's reflections on promoting your business. This is the end of the fifth special episode of season three of the Go Forth podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in and coming to our live events. We truly appreciate the community that surrounds Forth Chicago and the Go Forth podcast specifically. We will be thinking and brainstorming about season four 
for the next few months and hopefully have something to announce later this year or it may even be early 2019 because of a few other projects that we have going on but you can be sure that we'll be back in your itunes and your earbuds sometime soon find show notes for this episode at fourthchicago.com podcast be sure to subscribe in itunes to receive each episode as it's released until next time, find us on Facebook and Instagram at 4th Chicago.